yeah, there's just a series of clicks <laughs> and eye contact and nods, and then all of a sudden Andrew realizes that uh, he doesn't have the keys in his hands. The car is locked. <laughs> Which is dumb. Why does the car lock as soon as you I shut the door? I'm <laughs> telling a story, okay? <laughs> Welcome to the Hobbs Happenings Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Hobbs, and thanks so much for joining us today. I am sitting right now in snowy Salt Lake City with my beautiful future bride, Sarah Ellen Gross. Sarah, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm a little cold. Yeah, it is <laughs> It is quite cold. This morning, uh, we, we woke up. She's got a hotel just up the road, and um, I woke up and texted her. I was like, Sarah, have you looked outside this morning? And I said, nope. Because there is a lot of snow on the ground, and we've got to make a trip to the airport later. But I think it'll be okay, right? Yeah. But Sarah's got a little bit of uh, PTSD when it comes to the snow. Her trip coming out here to Salt Lake was was interesting. Is that right? It was interesting with a capital I. <laughs> yes, it was. Would you like me to tell yes, that please. experience? Okay, I'll put down my pride just for the sake of this. Um, so I was on my way to the airport, uh, well, I guess first it started, I was at work, um, and I had planned on working until 5 p.m. on Friday, and we all got notified, uh, by the flash alerts that work was getting out at 2 o'clock, that they were canceling or shutting down the office and everyone needed to go home, uh, because the snow was about to hit and it was going to be pretty bad, given this was also like the first time that it happened since I've been in the springs the past eight months. So I was like, oh, great. One, this could be terrible because the roads could be super bad. But two, this could be a good thing because I'll just go ahead and head to the airport uh, before the snow hits and my flight leaves at 10 o'clock. And so I started to the airport and I gave a new peer pressure by my boss and my manager. And I took Highway 83 instead of I-25. And so on Highway 83, the snowpocalypse hit. And... Uh, people were going into the ditch. People were rear-ending each other. Sirens were going every which direction. The anarchy. Snow... Total anarchy. <laughs> the snowdrift was coming from all of the fields that were around me because I was going through the, the farmland. So I panicked and I GPSed I-25, hoping that it would be clear because it was the interstate. And the GPS said I would need to take a 12-minute back road. I was like, okay, it's just 12 minutes. That's nothing. So I start down this dirt road. That connects between 83 and 25, and then all of a sudden, the dirt road just <laughs> disappears, <laughs> and um, the road turns to snow, and my car stops moving, and I am stuck in about a foot of snow, uh, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> kind of terrifying. Weren't there other people around, too, that had also gotten stuck? Uh, yeah, so at that point, there was one car in front of me on that specific road. Uh, but on 83, that's why I turned off, because there were so many people that were going into the ditch and whatnot. Uh, but when I first got stuck, there wasn't. Uh, but, I mean, God was looking out for me, and this um, older man and his teenage daughter pulled by, and they were on their way home, because he was taking his daughter to the airport, and her flight got delayed, so they turned around. Um, and they, I guess, God put mercy in their hearts, and they took me in, and they took me to their house. And we went back and forth throughout the day trying to get my car out, and it wouldn't move. 
we couldn't find a tow hook, the snow was too deep, we didn't have enough help, just all sorts of things. We couldn't get AAA because AAA had like a three to four hour wait. Because everybody was stuck in the snow. Right, and then at one point, it was probably like 5 p.m., and we drove back to my car, and at that point, there were 10 cars at least stuck oh, on the road. Man. And there were 10 cars in front of my car. My car was at the very back. What was and what was your buddy's name that helped you out? Ted. The, Ted. Did, didn't did, what did Ted tell you to do? Was the cars were were driving past? Uh, yeah, every time we passed a car, he'd be like, "Wave at that car," or like it'd be a little Prius or something. He's like, "Wave at them," because they're about to be stuck in about thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Give them the final moments of happiness." So we'd like wave at them and be like, "Have fun." <laughs> like, and, and during and, this time, Sarah Sarah texted me or called me and let me know that she had gotten stuck. And like you left, what time did you leave? Like two, two o'clock. o'clock yeah. Two o'clock to get to a flight an hour and a half away that at 10. left at ten ten p.m. And mm-hmm. so now at this point we're worried. Like, are you even going to make the flight? What's right. going to happen? But they mm-hmm. eventually got you pulled out, right? Was it a friend of? Well, they didn't pull me out. So, um, Ted, yeah, called a bunch of his farmer buddies, <laughs> and one of his friends had a plow that he puts on his truck, mm-hmm. and he agreed. Uh, to come out, and I think his name is Tom. He just came out and he plowed the whole road for us, and he helped all ten of us out. But there was also an eighteen wheeler that they couldn't get out. No oh, man. Um, and he still wasn't out when we left. But yeah, they plowed us out. Um, and then we got shovels. We all had a shovel, and we each had to shovel one of my tires. And then once we did that, my car still wouldn't move. And so it turns out that the snow was packed in the center of my car and had frozen. So my car was literally elevated and frozen on like a little pile of snow. So we all had to get under my car and shovel it out. Um, And all the while I'm in blue jeans and boots Uh, and I have one layer on and uh, all these men have four layers on their snow boots and insulated everything. And I was going back and forth between the truck to stay warm and to get warmed up. But we eventually got out, and I'm so grateful for all of them, and I learned so much. And then, <laughs> and then, because this is a very hard day, and just not good at all. But then, as as you leave to head towards the airport, you realize, um, yeah, mm-hmm. something was so forgotten. I finally got an I-25 from their house. And I was on the phone with you, I guess. Yeah, and, and then, at, like at this point, we were already pushing it for her to get to the flight. We were thinking like, okay. It's probably 7 o'clock. Yeah, maybe we'll get there in time. Because especially with TSA the way it is right now, it takes a lot longer. And then on the phone, she has the moment where she realizes. I left my bag in his truck. And I was like, okay, I don't need all that stuff. And then I was like, oh my goodness, my wallet is in there. So I'm not going to be able to get on my flight without my ID. So then I panicked. Um, I'm also on I-25 in traffic. It's pretty much standstill. Yeah. Um, and so it took me about 20 minutes to get to the next exit and standstill traffic. And his house was a 30-minute drive from the exit. Uh, and so I get to his house. But thankfully, I wrote down their address because I didn't have their phone numbers. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to send him a thank you card and a gift card. Yeah. So I just happened to think to write down his address. So I drove to his house and his gate was shut. Um, and so I had to park at the end of his gate and of course they're on a farm with like a mile long driveway. So I put on my car heart that was in the back of my car uh, <laughs> to get an extra layer. And I walked his driveway to get to his house and I knocked on his door <laughs> and we had a hilarious interaction. <laughs> and he was like, you forgot something, didn't you? And I was like, yep. He was like, you were just having an interesting day. And I was like, yes. And you are my guardian angel. And I appreciate you so, so much. And I'm so sorry that I have given you the most interesting Friday of your entire life. 
Uh, but yeah, so I got my bag and he drove me back to my car because his driveway was so long. <laughs> <laughs> by that time, I'm just soaking wet. Uh, and I get in the car and he's like, all right, Sarah, you can do this. And I was like, all right. Um, and he was trying to convince me to stay at his house with it, um, him and his daughters. But I was like, no, I'm going to risk it. And so I get on the interstate and I pull into the airport at like 10.05. <laughs> The flight is already left at this point. Yeah, that's, <laughs> my flight. But I was not giving up. I was yeah. like, I'm going to at least just get there to say I got there. And so I pulled in, I parked, my flight was gone. <laughs> so you ended up getting a hotel uh, for the night to be able to sleep for a little bit so that you'd be rested when you came. Right. And this was divine providence that I had had a friend at work a uh, week or so before that had told me, hey, I have a, a voucher for a Southwest flight, but it has to be used by the end of February or something. Me and my husband aren't going to be able to use it. Would you be able to? I was like, sure, I'll go see Sarah or something. Well, little did we know, that was an answer to prayer that we didn't know that we needed uh, because flights are significantly more expensive <laughs> to buy the day before, which is, which is what we had to do because Frontier does not work with you with switching flights. <laughs> um, so uh, we got her a flight on Southwest and the voucher covered most of it and she got here Saturday morning instead of uh, instead of Friday night. I tell you, it was a sweet victory. Get <laughs> off that plane. She kissed the ground in the airport, and we went on from there. I had never felt so excited getting off that plane. It was like Christmas morning. Oh man, but well, and probably too because it was Southwest. It was a little bit nicer than uh, our our usual frontier experiences. Yeah, I had charging stations that actually worked. When I was at the terminal, I'm not used to that. <laughs> so a difficult trip. But another trip that we took recently for Christmas break wasn't nearly as difficult, right? You didn't have any trouble getting to Tennessee, did you? No, not no. at all. I had, I had a more interesting trip getting to Tennessee for Christmas uh, just because... So I flew into Orlando first. Daddy comes and picks me up with Becca. I get in the car. We get about <clears throat> 10, 15 minutes down the road and... I'm still on adrenaline because I'm, you know, traveling and excited, but it's like two o'clock in the morning. And dad's like, uh, Andrew, I'm, I'm tired. Can you drive for me? <laughs> so then I drove the two hours home, which was fine because he's been working a lot. Um, but I get home, hang out with family for a little bit. And then Anna and I, with her kids, get in mom and dad's car and drive up to Tennessee together. Um, she drove to Atlanta and then I drove after Atlanta. Uh, but getting up there because she had left her car up there to go back uh, to Kentucky. Um, but ended up making it to Tennessee, so that was exciting, and we got to spend Christmas together. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was our first Christmas. And and your parents, like, liked me. They that did. Was, that was cool. I think they might like you more than they like me, mm-hmm. so. They don't know me very well yet, so that's <laughs> probably why. But, um, so when we, when, when I got up there that night, I made a very good first impression. Mom had given me, uh, some pajama pants. Uh, before I left home to come up to Tennessee that had the Grinch's face plastered all over them. Very festive. And I really liked them, so I wore them the entire time that I was driving up to, to Tennessee. And his kids got a kick out of it when we went into Moe's and I was still wearing my pajama pants. Um, and so that's what I decided for the first time that I got to meet Sarah's mom, and I think I made a very good impression. Yeah, she was very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I sense... Uh, sarcasm or or sarcasm is that how you pronounce sarcasm. it? Sarcasm, sarcasm. I honestly have no idea what she thought. I'm not even sure if she noticed, mm-hmm. but it was funny. But we had a good time that first night. Uh, we were, I, I think, that first night we watched TV a little bit, maybe, and that was when we were flipping through channels and like all of a sudden 
you flipped to one that had Pastor McBride on there from the campus yeah, church. That's right. And I was like, hey, that used to be my pastor at PCC. You didn't say it that calmly, but well, no, yes, I was very excited. <laughs> pastor McBride is cool. Okay, he is what I aspire to be as a history teacher because he's very good at telling stories. Um, but yeah, that was fun. What else did we do when we were in Tennessee? We were there for a couple of days, right? So three three days or so. Yeah, it was Sunday through Thursday. So I got there Christmas. Adam, the day before Christmas Eve. Yeah. <laughs> and, what did we even do Christmas Eve? I don't know. I think we went around and yeah, looked just, at lights with your family. Yeah, you met my grandparents. I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Went around and saw uh, different members Everett of the family. Everett wasn't sitting shirtless with a shotgun, so That's that was good. good news. He did give me a talk, though, right before I went down. And he's, he's in a, he does upholstery. Right. And your grandma does um, woodworking. woodworking for like mm-hmm. redoing furniture and stuff. So Everett took me down and at their house. They live up on the top floor, and then the bottom floor is like where he yeah has all his workshop. And he took me down there, and we were looking. And Sarah was there too, but we were looking at the different projects he was working on. It was really cool. And then right before it's about time to go, he looks at me. He says, "Andrew, this here's my buddy talking about Sarah. So if you do anything to her, I'm gonna get you." <laughs> I was like, "All right, sounds good, Everett." <laughs> that was actually toned down a notch. I was nervous about that because I knew it was coming. Yeah. Oh, but you got, you got lucky. Yeah, but it was good meeting on your family. So we went and visited Grandma and Everett, and uh-huh. then uh, your mamaw came. Yeah, your dad's mom, mamaw. She was at the house. Your dad was picking her up and bringing her back. Yeah. Um. So that was fun, and then we also went and visited your sister, um, right. Megan, and anyway. Yeah. Uh. So that was that was neat. Um. You guys built a gingerbread house. We that did. was already pre-assembled. I don't understand this Do process. Do not judge our methods. If you're making a gingerbread house, half of the fun is putting it together and then decorating it. Listen, you just like you skipped half of the fun. Someone was like, "We just want to facilitate the creative process for you, <laughs> so we're just gonna help you out and super glue this together, and that way there's like no stress. Yeah. You just throw candy on it and boom." I mean, it still took you guys a little while, so maybe it was good that it was. It we was are very meticulous with our icing and our gumdrops. But Looked a lot better than I could have done. My problem is I don't do the pre-assembled well, ones, and it's very difficult see, for it to even stay up straight. <laughs> it's, it's a process because, like, one hand, you put icing in your mouth, and the other hand, you put icing on the gingerbread house. So it's back and forth, back <laughs> and forth. That doesn't sound sanitary. And you don't – do you eat the gingerbread house afterwards? No, because it's pre-assembled. <sighs> it's like it's Can you eat the pre-assembled ones? Or no, they're just nasty? They're stale. See, that's like why... Like sometimes we buy them the year before and save them for the next why Christmas. Why build a gingerbread house if you can't eat it? You know... There are kids in Africa that would appreciate <laughs> the gingerbread house. You went there. You yeah. had to go there. Okay. Um, anyways. Uh, the, I think they probably... I think we spent too much time on that one. We should would, would, would like some other things besides gingerbread houses. But you should still pre-assemble them. Gavin, Emily, the rest of you bozos, please pre- or don't pre-assemble your, uh, don't do your gingerbread houses. Don't do it. Um, so Christmas Eve was fun. Got to meet everybody. And then yeah. Christmas, you guys are very family-oriented when it comes to, to Christmas. Like, just everybody... I'm not used to this. Everybody in the family comes over to the house. And it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. We just don't have the chance to because we're all spread out. But you guys are... Pretty close together, all there There's in Tennessee. There's also ten of us, so mm-hmm. that's a little different that than make your it family. Easier, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Christmas Day was okay, you know. Nothing really exciting happened. You're right. No surprises. <laughs> just kind of no as it goes. All. But what did we do? Let's see. The night before, I didn't sleep very well on Christmas Eve. On, yeah, I think on you were night. sick or something. No, I think <laughs> maybe I had a conversation with uh, Sarah's dad, Phil. Yeah. And I so. 
So I was planning on proposing uh, sometime over what? the Christmas holiday. Yes, I know. Spoiler alert. It's coming later. But I was planning on proposing. I was trying to figure out a good time to be able to ask Phil for his blessing. That's my dad. Yes. Uh, and, no, just some random guy on the street. It's the guy down at the gas station. I felt like he really needed to give me his blessing, he so I was good. He pretty much raised me. <laughs> Anyways, so I, I was planning on doing it Christmas Eve, and I had the perfect opportunity. Sarah had gone like to take a shower before bed because she was really tired after going and looking at the Christmas lights. And I was sitting in the living room with uh, Sarah's mom and dad, and... Uh, I was like, man, now would be a good time to talk about it. But then I was like, well, maybe Sarah will be done quick, and then I just don't know. So I chickened out, and I got down to uh, the bedroom that I was staying downstairs. I was like, crap, I really need to do this because I want to propose tomorrow. So I texted her dad, and I was like, hey. <laughs> he in was the, upstairs. <laughs> in, yeah, in the morning. <laughs> could we, like, uh, talk or something? <laughs> and he was like, sure. <laughs> so I got up. Do you want to text, or do you want to, like, <laughs> come upstairs? Done. Hey, can I have your blessing <laughs> on, on text messages? That would have worked well. Uh, a great start. No, but I I had uh, so I really didn't sleep that night. I stayed up till probably like two o'clock in the morning, and then slept till maybe six. And then I woke up and went upstairs and sat on the couch and waited for her dad to wake up. But we went downstairs and had a chat. Super nice guy. I really like Phil. This is very exciting to like be in this family. They seem cool. Um, you know, besides Sarah, she's awesome. But the rest of them are also equally awesome. Well, thanks. Yeah. Uh, but so we had a talk and um, just really encouraging, you know, he, he gave the blessing, which is good. You know, those are good things to have blessings. Uh, so then that set into motion. Um, but let's get back to the, the just normal Christmas part, because at this point, you had no idea that a engagement was coming, right? No. You did not have mm -hmm. any idea. Yeah. No, no, no. So, so we just, you get up and you think it's just a normal day. Right? I mean, I mean it's, it's Christmas, Christmas, but it's just, you know, it's just whatever. Just a normal Christmas. Just a normal Christmas. Mm -hmm. um, but your family all comes over. We're... Yeah, and then we do gift palooza. Yes. They have so many gifts. I have never, and this, you know. Within reason. Don't make it sound I... like materialistic Nazis Well, no, here. no, no. It's great, and it's very loving, and it's wonderful. But I just, like, I was not expecting, for me personally, as someone that was visiting for Christmas to, to have any gifts bought for me. And then on top of that, how many gifts that got... I brought a specific suitcase separately for um, in case I need to bring anything back home. Per recommendation. Yes, per recommendation. And I couldn't fit everything in there. I got I got a hoodie. Uh, I got... Monopoly. Uh, uh, yeah, UKopoly. I got a knife. I got a pen. I got two UK a cups. Pillow I got a travel pillow. That I accidentally that opened. Yes. <laughs> Sarah's trying to steal my gifts. But all of this stuff, I was very grateful. It was wonderful. I have a lot more UK swag now, which is pretty great. But, um, but yeah, it was great. Uh, and Sarah got me some boots, which was very exciting. I needed some these boots. boots. They're also the most comfortable shoes I have ever worn in my entire life, which is pretty cool. Uh, so, like, I wear them just around the house sometimes. And that's weird, but that's okay. Um, what kind of what, what presents did you get, Sarah? I mean, I was just going to skip to the good part here. Oh, okay. But well, skip. I got Do a nice you? rock. You got a nice rock? Well, no, but before that, we're not to the engagement part yet. I know. I didn't propose in the morning. You still didn't know this was going... There was another surprise. What was the other surprise? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andrew's gift was great. <laughs> the first gift. Uh, so, yeah, he... Did we sell all this? <laughs> well, I, I went and got... Um, 
picture frame. Well, first, Sarah, she got me the boots, but then she made something kind of similar to what I made. Yeah. It's, uh, so I, here, I can tell about yeah. it. So, um, so Andrew, what he did was he ordered maps from like all of our firsts, quote unquote. Um, and he printed off these maps. Um, like where we first met, first date, stuff like that. First kiss. <laughs> Shh, we don't kiss. Okay. Continue. And, and so I just kept um, opening them uh, in chronological order, mm -hmm. I guess. And then I get to the last one, I open it, and it has Mickey Mouse in the background. I'm kind of confused. I'm like, interesting. And then I read the bottom, and it says, our first trip to Disney. And it's like three days from now or something like that. Yeah. And I was very confused. <laughs> I consider myself an intelligent person for the most part. Uh for, for some reason, something as simple as that just doesn't click in my brain. <laughs> so she just looks at me and is like, are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> and yes, I was. We went to Disney a yeah. few days later. Because we were, we were planning on going down to Florida anyways to be with mom and dad for a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so we did that. But Sarah had gotten me something that I love that was pretty similar. It was like... Um, is it a map of Tennessee and yeah. Kentucky? Yeah, it was and, Knoxville and Shelbyville. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it's got where we're from. Uh, and then she did a doodle of the two of us. In the middle. Yeah, and it says, Home Home is wherever I'm with you. Mm -hmm. So it was very nice. You I know. should have that memorized. Very corny, I'm sorry. I did look back at the, the picture. It's, it's sitting in. right behind yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> We've broken the fourth wall when it comes to this, this podcast. Um, but yeah. That was fun. So you were you were pretty excited about that surprise, right? And was it a surprise? Did you have any idea that we were going to Disney? Oh, no way. I had no idea. Yeah. So after all the gifts, the gift of Palooza or whatever you called it, uh, we hung out with family, had lunch uh, with everybody. Yeah, Christmas dinner. Very just, good food. We do stockings. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. And then, I don't know, we were both sitting on the couch, and Andrew just looks over at me, and he's like, hey... Do you think it'd be okay if I take you to my grandparents' farmhouse today? You know, just like show you around. And my first thought was, it's Christmas. We're here for another day. The day's almost over. <laughs> it's about to be dark soon. So I guess I had multiple thoughts going through my head. But I could tell he sincerely wanted to go. So I was like, sure. Yeah. Why not? And I, I had told you about this stuff before. That at some point while we were there, I wanted to go. Yeah. But, and it's and the, but not 5 p.m. on Christmas Day. It wasn't 5 p.m. Okay, it's dark at 5 p.m. It was like 3. Okay. We had enough time to get over there. 4.05. Hang out for like 30 <laughs> minutes and then come back <laughs> before before it got dark. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I asked if we could go over. Because the farmhouse is like an hour away from where your house is at. Yeah. And uh, you had... You had somebody um, tease you about going to the farmhouse as we were leaving, I think. Uh, who? Your grandma. Oh. What? I don't remember. That's I thought you said, you, you had told me before that she, whenever, she had said that I was going to propose to you over oh, Christmas. Yeah. And you were like, no, that's not possible. Absolutely not. And then as you were leaving to go to the farmhouse, she was like, ooh, going to the farmhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Grandma apparently has a gift of prophecy, and yes. I had no idea. Yes. That's kind of scary. That's very neat. But anyways, <laughs> we drove over to Townsend. Uh, drove by Willow. I was going to go up to what of you, but I missed the turn, and I was like, well, I don't really want to turn around, because I'm kind of excited about I knew I was proposing. It wasn't a surprise to me. So oh, that's good. I <laughs> drove up onto the... Thought everything wasn't spontaneous. Yes, the farmhouse place, uh, the, the driveway in there. And we walked up to the top of the hill, um, and I was planning on proposing... 
either in front of the Christmas tree inside the farmhouse or on the front porch because they're both really pretty spots. We walked up to the top of the hill, tried to find the donkey to no avail, and um, turn around and start walking down. And it's just really pretty. See all the mountains and the trees and stuff like that. And Sarah starts walking down like, wait, can we just stand here for a second? So then in my pocket, I had the ring box. And a little backstory to before I pop the question. So if you guys remember from, from previous podcasts, uh, Sarah and I, whenever we first decided to start dating, it was a little bit of a, uh, a process trying to make sure, is this a good idea? Because we were going to be eight hours away uh, from each other. Eight and a half hours away. It's very long ways. Uh, but we didn't know if we wanted to do this long distance thing. So, because I'm a dork and corny, uh, while we were thinking through whether this was a good idea or not, I sent her a text message one day while we were working at Focus. And I said something to the effect of, hey, I found a really cool Snapple fact the other day. And she was like, yeah, what was it? I said, it said that they make these really cool flying contraptions that like go from Salt Lake to Denver and we could like see each other if we were long distance. And I thought that was quite charming. Probably yeah. more dorky than charming. Well, we also had like a thing with Snapple too, because a few weeks before that, when Andrew and I really, I think, connected for the first time, is when we went hiking at mm-hmm. Devil's Fire Tower, Devil's Head Fire Tower. Yeah. And Andrew brought a case of Snapples. Yeah. And like <laughs> and me and 14 all... PB&J sandwiches, yeah. not knowing that other people don't eat as much as I do. I was multiplying the number of sandwiches I would eat by the number of people that we had, but we didn't have 200 plus pound men that eat too much it was me and was there another guy that was there it was no, just it was uh, yeah just it was you. me and yeah. uh, you and some of the other interns but the uh, girls and i thought it was hilarious because we all brought like trail mix yes. and granola bars i ate pb and j every stinking day no. <laughs> i was in the springs this is what i had to contribute <laughs> i mean it wasn't even the sandwiches it was just that he brought a whole case of glass snapples yeah. on a hiking trip what? we ate at a picnic table right next to where we parked okay we didn't climb the, the a mountain and then ate at the top it was it was okay <laughs> Anyway, that's where the snaffles came from. Yeah, and I had, I had told her one before that, like, there was one that said, I don't know, Andrew loves Sarah or something like that. So, that backstory, getting to when I proposed, in the ring box, I had put a snapple cap on the top of it. I cut out a little uh, circular piece of paper and wrote on it something like, Snapple fact number two, Andrew wants to marry Sarah. And, yes, because I'm dorky. I I was I'd say creative. Okay, creative works too. I was I was standing there with her and I said I said, Sarah, um I uh this is you know, kinda dorky, but I, I have another gift for you if I can give it to you on Christmas. And I said, uh you know, remember how I uh told you I found those Snapple caps teasing you or whatever before? I found this website where you can like create your own Snapple cap and like customize it and put the words on that you want to. And at this point, I'm reaching down into my pocket. And I'm like, and I got one for you. And it said that Andrew wants to marry Sarah. Now I'm opening the box. And I was like, oh, he bought me diamond earrings. <laughs> and I said, the shiny thing also came with it. So I got down on a knee and I asked her to marry me. And she I said, said, maybe. No, oh, that's not true. She said, yes, I swear. <laughs> but Yeah, I said yes. Hmm. Actually, I said, yes, 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 yes. (laughs) So when was the moment that, like, you knew what I was doing? Like, when did you think, hey, he's proposing to me, or he's going to propose to me? Well, whenever you said, whenever I was walking back down, you said, hey, we should stand here for a while. I I sensed you get nervous in your voice. Yeah. 
And then I turned around and I could tell that you were nervous. And then I saw the ring in your pocket. And I was like, diamond earrings. <laughs> I was very confident, okay? I wasn't that <laughs> nervous. <laughs> it's okay to be nervous. But no, that's when I knew. Yeah. Uh, so she said yes. Uh, then we walked down to the farmhouse and I showed her the uh, the Christmas tree and just what it looked like inside. And we sat mm-hmm. on the porch for a little bit and hung out. Um, and then as it started to get dark... We got back in the car, went back to um, y'all's house. Knoxville. Yeah, to Knoxville, and uh, celebrated with the family that was still there. I went, I felt like a bad guest because I hadn't talked to very many people in my family. I was still going through my rounds trying to call all of you people and tell you Merry Christmas. And so I hung out for a second, but then like I went downstairs for a while and I was trying to call everybody and make sure I talked yeah, to people. And Andrew's on like, the deed is done. <laughs> I don't talk to you people anymore. Now to my cage. <laughs> That's not true. It's okay. But um No, I didn't I didn't know how to break the news to my family. Like we were about to walk inside and I was like, Andrew I don't understand why they but... were surprised though. I had told your dad that I was wanting to propose. Like I feel like I mean, he would pass along the information, and everyone would know. You know, my dad has some great qualities. <laughs> he's a wonderful person. And he's but... great at telling embarrassing stories of you during board games. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and sometimes he just has moments. And, yeah, because when Andrew has permission, you had mentioned that the farmhouse was an option. Yeah. Um, But Dad didn't tell mom or megan or anyway anything about that conversation <laughs> other than did he did they know that he has permission i don't think so I, i'm not sure so they're all sitting at the table while we're gone and megan looks over at mom and is like do you think he'll propose and dad goes well yeah he said he might propose at the farmhouse <laughs> and mom said that everyone just had a moment and words were being said and hands were being flown around and <laughs> Dad was like, well, I was like, man to man. I didn't feel the need to tell. And Mom was like, I I don't know, some wife line, I'm sure. Or... I thought that anyway, was Anyway, Phil, Phil got a lot of flack. Um, but it's funny. Yeah. So we spent the rest of Christmas, uh, you guys just kind of celebrating. Uh, and then the next day... Did we leave the day after Christmas? Or no, was... you went to see Stephen. Yeah, Stephen, because I wanted to, I had planned originally to go up to Kentucky for part of the trip, but it just, it wasn't going to work. It's mm-hmm. too much driving in that short amount of time. So Stephen and I met up in Berea at a, I'll let you guess, what what type of restaurant do you think it was, Sarah? Uh, definitely Italian. Uh, yeah, no, no, probably Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we met up at a, at a restaurant in Berea and just had a good talk, um, hanging out and stuff. Um, so what did you guys do while I was gone? You know, you, you went and took mom... pictures of uh, your ring and stuff with your sister, right? Oh, yeah. I went to Megan's for mm-hmm. a bit. Um, we hung out. Uh, and then I think mom and I just spent the day together. Yeah, I don't remember. I think we just organized and cleaned yep. and just hung out. Because yep. uh, we haven't really had a day to do that since June. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was nice. Well, yeah. see, Sarah had been like, "Man, I should go see Stephen," and I said, "Nope, let me tell you, Stephen, he's a he's an interesting person. I want to make sure that you still want to marry me. That this thing is like in the books before you meet Stephen." So, but that didn't work out because you did meet some of my Stephen, other Stephen. I'm looking forward to meeting you, <laughs> and I can't wait to hear about all the things you have to say about Andrew that are just so nice. Hey, he is a very encouraging person. We have a very <laughs> uh, uplifting relationship, Stephen and I, and it's just great. <laughs> But, so you spent the day with the family. I went and saw Stephen. 
And then the we next day reconvened, and then yeah, we left early for Disney. Um, yeah. No, Florida. For Florida, yeah. Which was approximately supposed to be how long of a trip, Andrew? I don't know, like eight hours, maybe eight and a half hours. And it was an eternity. I don't know how we took so long. And again, this is something that Stephen would rib me for. He says that I'm the slowest <clears throat> traveler in the world, but I'm not. David's slower. I'm slow, <laughs> but David's slower. But we, because we stopped, we stopped in Cleveland, uh, Tennessee, because uh, that's and where you went to school. school. Yeah, at Lee. Yeah. And so walked around there for a little bit, showed me all the old Got haunts. Breakfast. I loved the, uh, what was that place called that was in like an old factory that they had put a bunch of stores in and the stuff. The old one mill. Okay. It's an old wool mill that they turn into, there's like a ballet studio, a glass work studio, a coffee shop, a church, a wedding venue, apartments. It's really neat. But think um, like Hipster Central and that would be it. But it's a really cool place. Like it's awesome. It's really cool. <laughs> I prefer Millennial Creatives, but... <laughs> millennial Creatives Central, and that's it. <laughs> we hung out there for a little bit, and then uh, went south, trying to make it to uh, St. Augustine. Quote-unquote trying. Yes. Well, so we had an interesting trip. I really don't understand why it took us so long, because we didn't stop oh, do you that know? often. Well, okay, there's one part that I'm aware of. So we get no, about... No, 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 no. I <laughs> Uh, can I take the mic? Well, uh, uh, <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. We, 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 we got two hours before St. Augustine. And Sarah says, uh, hey, I can drive for you if you want me to. Uh, and I thought, okay, that's good. I've been driving for a little bit. It'd be nice if she drove. Uh, so we pull off at a rest area. And what happened, Sarah? We pull off at a rest area. Um... Yeah, there's just a series of clicks <laughs> and eye contact and nods, and then all of a sudden Andrew realizes that uh, he doesn't have the keys in his hands. The car is locked. <laughs> Which is dumb. Why does the car lock as soon as you I shut the door? I'm <laughs> telling a story, okay? And so I look at him, and I'm like, okay, it's going to be fine. Like, let's just call AAA. So we both start patting down our pockets to whip out our cell phones. But, oh boy, <laughs> our cell phones are in the car, and we see them right there in the cup holder, but we cannot get to them. Nope. Uh, and I was like, okay, uh, let's go find a pay phone. Let's go back a few years here. Mm. So we lap this rest area. There are no there pay are phones. There are no pay phones in sight. This is a very up-to-date right. rest area, very modern, mm-hmm. <laughs> which did not benefit us at all. So I was like, okay, we're going to have to put down our pride. We're going to have to ask someone that hopefully they won't think we're mugging them or trying to steal their phone if we can borrow their phone. And Andrew, I could tell his pride was bursting at hey, the seams at this hey, point. Hey, okay. I was I was, I am I was still doing talking. Well. <laughs> there was no burst of anger. And so we, of course, pick this cute-looking older couple thinking they would have much mercy and grace. But they were from Detroit. They are from Detroit, <laughs> which means that our generation... And in regards to being a stranger walking up to them, it's probably, you know, not the safest thing. <laughs> so you could tell the whole time they were ready to pounce. Like, the lady even joked when we took her phone. She was like, now if you run, I'm going to have to tackle you. And I was like, she's not kidding. Yeah, she was, she was pretty serious. <laughs> and so, yeah, we got put on hold for about, I guess, five minutes. Yeah, they said it was going to be five and minutes. And we could tell that they were not having it. And so Andrew was like, you know, you can have your phone back if you want. He was like, yeah, like, I'm meeting my brother. Like, I would really appreciate if we could get going. And we're like, yep, yep, no problem. And then secretly inside, we're dying inside. And we're like, well, this is going to be <laughs> awful. We could ask somebody else. <laughs> so, yeah, we, I was like, there's a guy. He looks nice. He doesn't look like a serial killer. Let's go ask him. And so we walk up and ask him. And this was the nicest man I've ever met in my you life. You know why? Because he was from the South. Because he was from the South. 
and his wife was so nice and they yeah they helped us out they gave us their phone they had great conversation he even offered like they told me the truck was going to be another 45 minutes yeah, and they, they offered they said hey we can stick around just so if they call you, you back eat. yeah something like that so very very nice but we we told him no it's okay i tried to give him something i i didn't have yeah. any cash so i tried to give him a target gift card i think <laughs> to say thank you we, we were and desperate he, yeah he was like no it's okay <laughs> yeah but what's funny is there AAA didn't even help us because uh, a highway patrolman pulled in who was probably not fit for the task, but he just happened to have one well, of those wires yeah. and he said he picked off off the side. Of the, <laughs> he picked it up off the side of the interstate. Essentially, it was one of those, hey, I found this. I really wanted to try it out. Let's do it. <laughs> I think he was bored. Yeah. And But honestly, I think we blessed him more than he blessed us because mm-hmm. it looked like he hadn't done any fruitful work for a while. But so. <laughs> it was interesting watching him try to get the door unlocked. Because most cars, like older cars, you can you prop it open, you put the wire in there, and if you pop the handle, then it opens whether the car is locked or not. Yeah. But not so with newer cars like mom and dad's. Uh, so he it couldn't get that. And then like the... The button to unlock it was on the side of the door instead of sitting down on the like the armrest where it was easy. So he tried that side, and then he I was like telling him, okay, a little to the left, a little to the right, up down, and that was not working. And he comes to the other side, and he, he gets it. And as soon as he gets it, we say thank you. We get in our car, um, things like that. Person. Yeah, we see we see another tow truck come in, and I was like, oh, I should probably go talk to that guy and tell him that we got taken care of. Um, but it was, it was an ordeal. Premarital counseling for free, you know? Step one. I'm just saying, we did a decent job. There was no yelling. I think more on your part, you would have been the one, uh, maybe not expected to yell, but it would have been seen as an okay thing if you would have been very upset. Well, Andrew was working with the guy to get the door unlocked. I was making community. Like, I, (laughs) I had this one lady and her family pull in. And they get out of the car, and she turns around and sees us, and she laughs, and she gives me a thumbs up, and she's like, we've all been there, honey. She's like, stick to it. You got this. So I gave her a thumbs up, and I was like, thank you. I appreciate the support. And people would walk by, and they would wave at us. They'd be like, yep, we've all been there. Like, the communi- keep at it. The community of misery. That's yeah, what we the community have of misery. On. But I was great. Like, I was making friends left and right, and while Andrew was about to blow a gasket. I was making a friend. What was that guy's name? Do you remember? Steve, Paul, Bob, no, Joe. It was a cooler name. Uh, Raymond. His name was Ray. That's His a name, cooler yes, name? Yes, it is. It's cooler okay. than Steve and Bob. To all the Steves and Bob out there, I am so sorry. It's whatever. Um, <laughs> I think you have a great name. <laughs> it's in there. Yeah, but Ray's cooler. So I was making a good friend with Ray, okay? okay. We had very good conversation all right. with my up, down, left, right. Uh, that was that was the conversation. Okay, so we got in the car. And now you're driving, right? I'm driving. And this is a wise decision. Uh, and we're going to Florida. Mm-hmm. And we get to Florida, and somehow it took us like 11 hours or something to get to Florida. It was a very Florida. long trip. Probably had something to do with locking the keys in the car, but, you know. I still don't know. Like, even when we calculate how much time that took, like, some time got eaten somewhere. We traveled to through a black hole. We did travel That's through a black happened. hole. That's what happened. So we got to Florida, and that was great. I met Lynn for the first time. Yeah. And I didn't realize until as we were going down yeah, that Uncle Steve and Aunt and Sandy uncle, yeah, were going to be there and all and their kids. And we went out to dinner. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. At first, we weren't sure that the going out would work well. We were, Mom was waiting on Dad and David because they were working. And so the hope was that they would get back in time for us to eat. But it was getting late and Uncle Steve and Aunt Sandy still had a little bit to go. So... We went out, found a burger place that had a little bit of a wait, but we sat down and ate. Just had a good time with them, so that was a lot of fun. 
Um, and uh, and did all that. And then was it the next day that Disney. was Disney? Yeah. So this is lots of lots of traveling. But we get up the next morning. Um, what time we leave? Like five thirty. Five thirty, something like that, to drive to Orlando, about two hours away. Because we want to get to the eight a.m. welcome show. Yeah. So, which we just barely missed. I have, I failed, but that's okay. We were, we were that's close. Okay. We got in the park at like eight oh five or something like that. Yeah, we barely, we barely missed it. Yeah, but it was, it was a lot of fun. I honestly, the reason that we did Disney is because I knew, okay, Sarah loves Disney. She would really like this. Let's do it. Um, I was thinking to myself, long lines, screaming children, kitty rides. I liked it when I was little. I don't know how much fun this will be, but I ended up having a great time. It was awesome. Also, dodged a bullet going back to the whole uh, proposal thing. We had had a random conversation about a month before the proposal, and Sarah was talking about one of the times she went to Disney. She was like, yeah, there's this one time that, like, this uh, couple, as soon as the gates opened, they rushed in front of Cinderella's castle, and like he popped the question, and like that just seems like people were dodging him. Yeah, that just seems just terrible and no fun, and I would hate that. And in my mind, at that point, I was thinking Disney might be an option for proposing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have gotten there, you know, with the, that not being a good idea, but that was I was grateful for that conversation that we had. That was a divine intervention. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the first ride, so we tried, we did the thing, if we were paying for Disney, especially around the holidays, we were going to hit as many things and stay for almost as long as we could. So we got there right after the gates opened, and we didn't leave till, what, what time does it close? Like 10? I would say we left at, no, it closed at 11, I thought. Okay, well we left like 30 minutes maybe before, before the park closed. Because um, there really wasn't time for us to get on to another ride no. by that point. But yeah, we got nervous because... It was packed. Oh, yeah. Like, it was... There were a ton of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the morning, honestly, the lines were a little ridiculous. But throughout the day... Well, that, that first line was, was... Peter Pan? No, no, no. The the one with the... Bear? Bell. That we went through. Uh-huh. It, was, it wasn't that bad of a line. So we walk into this room uh, while we're standing in line. And Sarah's very excited. She likes Disney, and she wants to meet Belle. <laughs> so we walk in there, and all of a sudden, she just, like pictures this room as a place where everyone crowds into waiting to get into the next room as opposed to being an organized line whereas me not being as excited to meet Belle I saw that there was a line that was formed so Sarah walks in front of these people and is trying to pull me to come and I'm trying to pull her back there was a space and I knew we could fit (laughs) and so she went in there and the and the lady is like no "Um." no 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 no. okay so I'm up there I'm like hopping up and down getting excited and I could tell Andrew there's just something weird. And all of a sudden I hear this husband and wife go, um, um, excuse me. Uh, like, I, I hate to say this, but uh, we were in line. <laughs> and you just got in front of us. And I turn around and see these poor little innocent eyes. <laughs> and these people that just don't thrive from confrontation. <laughs> and I feel like the worst person in the entire world that I just almost ruined this family's trip to Disney. <laughs> But, you know, we made it through okay. We we let them get back in front of us. And we all got into the same experience. So yeah. it really wasn't a big deal. I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> how excited she was. But, yeah. Um, and I I was worried about my expectation. Sarah said that this experience was cool. You got to meet Belle. And I we, told him it was the coolest thing and he did not believe well, me. Well, and we walk into this room and we're all crowded into a small room. And there's a guy that's an actor that's telling us stuff about the story. He's a villager. Oh, a villager. Okay. And then there's this big mirror. A magic mirror. 
a magic mirror that's on the wall that has like um like a TV that's playing showing us scenes. Magic. And I'm thinking I'm thinking It wasn't a TV, it was magic. Okay, it was magic. But I'm thinking, is this is this the experience like we're gonna be in this room and watch a and screen? Then... And then the thing opens up into this gigantic room. And it was like a, a play. So the that mirror they put on. Tur- magically turns into a secret passageway yes. into the beast's castle. It was very exciting. And then we walk in to Belle's room, and the wardrobe talks to us. And she blinks, and she, her mouth moves, and she sees us. It was so exciting. <laughs> but they got some volunteers to like uh, act out some things with the story, and then. Um, we go into Belle's library. And Belle comes in <gasps> and says hello, and they do their little skit and stuff like All the kids got pictures with Belle. And she dances Belle. around the room, mm-hmm. and it was magical. Yep. It was a lot of fun. And um, Andrew was like, you know, that wasn't that bad. No, it was good. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. What are some other rides that you really enjoyed that we mm. did? Okay, so this one was a nice surprise. This was later in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wanted to go, well, Andrew wanted to go to the... Monsters, Inc. laughing floor. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, when I was younger, I had memories of that ride not being fun at all. Because uh, it's more... It's you, an experience. Yeah, you go it's into not a, room, a ride. Yeah. You go in and you just watch something. Mm-hmm. But they totally changed this ride. Like, they changed it. Because uh, you walk in, it was interactive. And it was basically like... A comedy a club. Stand-up comedy. Yeah. But it was live. None of it was recorded. Mm-hmm. And so they had this some type of technology where there was a screen. And the monsters were on the screen. But there were comedians like live comedians in the back that were talking and the the, the mon they were the voice of the monsters because they would interact with the people they would like they would be asking they would people look questions. around and yeah. they would look at you and make eye contact and their facial expressions matched the emotions it was just so amazing and there was one guy in the audience that they picked on they called him that guy like the whole show and they're like well at least you aren't that guy and then they'd have a camera shot to him where you could see and he would just like reaction. smile and like wave you could tell at first he wasn't getting into it but eventually got into it yeah but what's funny about that is like two hours later andrew and i were in this ride and we see this guy in front of us that has a sticker on his shirt that says <laughs> i was that guy at monsters inc laughing for we're like hey we know him <laughs> Sarah's, but they, they Sarah, gave him a gift card, too, yeah, or yeah, 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 for picking on him or whatever. But uh, Sarah had struggles with a part of it. Every time, I forget what they said, but like when, <laughs> whenever they say, hello, humans, we're supposed to put our arms up in the air and like go, ah, and every time they would say, hello, humans, Sarah would go, hi. <laughs> And so, I, I was like, Sarah, you're not doing it right. I don't know why that never clicked in my head. But, but they did it, like, legitimately six times. <laughs> Every time it was like, oh, hi. I was like, oh, wait, you can do this. I think I got the last one. Uh-huh. Okay. But I tell you, though, some of those rides, I didn't, I don't think it was like this before. But the stuff that they have for you to do Peter in line. Pan was amazing. Because, like, there's not, you're not just wait, waiting there standing in line. And it's not just decorations. We went to that Peter Pan thing. That was ridiculous. And cool. they had a lot of decorations. But then also the shadow thing. You could be, like, in front of the screen. And it would, Your like. The shadow would project on the wall. Mm-hmm. And then the shadows were interactive. Yeah. So, like, they had bales. And 
bells. Pardon. Bells. <laughs> <laughs> As in the thing you ring and make a noise. <laughs> and your shadow could hit the bells and they would play music. And then there was butterflies and you could put your shadow up and the butterflies would land on your fingers and on your head. And it was the coolest thing. I was. Butterflies. I didn't want to leave that part of the line. I just wanted yeah. to stay there. And what was also cool was Tink would fly yeah. around the room and so she would like get in the dresser drawers and the dressers would move mm-hmm. and shake. And, and like light would... up and it was like you never, it wasn't. Like something going through the air, but it was along the wall uh-huh. that the light was going. It was just really cool. It was awesome. Honestly, I liked the line better than I did the ride. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the downside was though for the Winnie the Pooh one, it Yay. was it was good for the children to keep them occupied. But that it was, was a, my only regret. It was a bunch of very loud <laughs> and obnoxious games that the kids could play, and, slam banging things while you were waiting in line. And this was also the ride we rode before lunch, so we, we were, were hungry. We were hangry. Yes, quite. But speaking of lunch, um, Sarah had a really good suggestion. I first of all, Sarah planned this the the route that we were taking to Disney that day, which she forgot to mention. Whenever I went to go see Stephen in Berea, is she spent a considerable amount of oh, time that's what we did. sitting and yeah. planning the trip to Disney that we were going to hit certain rides at certain times of the day. Got on mommy blogs and seeing which you have ones. to have a plan. <laughs> But, Shout out to all the moms in the world. But we, I didn't know the the tickets that we got came with uh, three fast passes that Six, we technically oh three we, oh yeah 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 but which we failed to use correctly. <laughs> well, that's because we waited before the day before to yeah. redeem them. Yeah. You're supposed to redeem them like a month or well, so. My fault for trying to make it a surprise. No, and it's not fine. I'm just saying things. that's why we didn't use them right. <laughs> but anyways, one of the things that we were trying to do was to get a reservation for a place to Called. eat at mm-hmm. Disney. Mm-hmm. And at first, the one that you wanted to go to wasn't available. It was be our guest. Yeah, be our guest. That like the the Beast Castle. And so we checked back in several times, and we got a ticket to it, so that was cool. Um, and we go in there, and it was just the neatest room, right? Yeah, we're in Beast Castle. And so we go in, and you're able to, like, what what were the rooms? So the big one was like a, a ballroom type it's, thing, it right? Was the, it's like an, a replica of the ballroom mm-hmm. from the movie. Um, beautiful, like, cherubim paintings on the ceiling and things like that, and chandeliers. Mm-hmm. And then there was Bell's Library, yeah. or maybe well, like an art gallery, art gallery type thing, yeah. So it has a bunch of art, and then it has a giant like music box of Bell and the Beast dancing in the middle that spins. And then the other one was more for the boys. Uh-huh. It was Beast Lair uh-huh. or his tower, and it was so realistic <clears throat> with like the thunder and stuff that they was had going flashing on. Flashing lightning. We really thought it was stormy outside, yeah. <laughs> and we were like, yeah. "Shoot, now we have to go we out checked, and do it." <laughs> we checked the weather like three times. <laughs> Are you the sure thunder, that's not real? <laughs> the thunder kept um, making us go a little crazy. Yeah. But yeah, Beast. Like, so the rose was in the the Beast Tower, mm-hmm. and they had like the tapestry with his claw marks through mm-hmm. it. And and Sarah made a friend, uh, the ah. our, our waitress that came up. Her name tag said she was from Chattanooga, Tennessee. And I was like, oh my gosh, I went to school in Cleveland near Chat. And she had a bunch of friends that went to school with me. And she was there doing the uh, Disney college program. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Yeah. yeah. It was really neat. And her food was great. Oh, it was. I was not expecting that. I thought it was just going to be, you know, kind of crappy food. And, like, you get the experience. But it was awesome. I it really was... enjoyed it. It was great food. And I mean, it was a little expensive, but it wasn't that. I mean, that's like Honestly, going to O'Charlie's or something. It was the same price as what we would have got a hot dog or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it was like a restaurant that was reservation only. And Andrew and I felt kind of 
bad because there was a family in front of us but when we checked in for our reservation and they were like we want a table for five or whatever and they're like sorry it's reservation only and they're like well can we make a reservation and they're like no like it's been booked for weeks and they mm-hmm. were totally confused and part of us was like suckers but the other part of us was like oh that's so sad you feel so i feel so important whenever especially when we did space mountain later in the day and we had that fast pass and like seeing all the people wait in line and then you, like, just, you just keep walking up to the front it's like this is awesome. later. <laughs> but after lunch uh we went and did more rides the first ride was not the best choice for after lunch, wouldn't yeah, you Yeah, I don't know what our reasoning was for that, but we rode the teacups. Which Sarah was vehemently against. I and... think that was probably premarital counseling step two. <laughs> and I said that I wanted to ride them because that's one that I remembered riding before. And we get up to the front and Sarah's like, okay, we are not going to spin at all because I just we're, we're just not going to do that. And I was like, no, look at all those like lame old people that are on there that aren't spinning. Like, no do we want to be one of those? No shame And at so all. <laughs> we spun... A very little. <laughs> I thought we were going quite fast. But we were not. I was very slowly turning the wheel, and both of us ended up getting nauseated from doing yeah, it. Yeah, so you have no room to talk. <laughs> but no, they were actually, they were fine. Yeah. And then, I don't know, after that we did Buzz Lightyear. Oh, that was my we favorite. We did the Hall of Presidents, we met Trump. Yes. <laughs> he was pretty cool. That was awesome. Um, we... Tried to find a Christmas ornament and then decided we didn't want to sell a kidney just to buy a Christmas ornament. This is true. So instead, we sold half of a kidney for uh, postcards. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, never paid $20 for postcards before. But, you know? Yeah. I think, though, that uh, the Buzz Lightyear one was one of my favorite rides because that's one, too, that I remembered from doing whenever I was younger. And <laughs> if you could see a picture, <laughs> it was not very. Um, good on the uh sarah being excited for it she she looked very passive and, yeah. and i was hunched over the gun and like me. trying to trying to aim you know laser guns and aliens aren't really my thing it's really cool okay i'd rather have princesses and teacups well apparently. that's not true because we did the uh the elsa thing later in the day and i was the one it was oh. it was one of the shows at the castle and like she was turning the castle to ice and it looked really cool. And Sarah was like, we should go so we can get in line. I was like, but but I want to stay and see the, the castle be ice. The whole park was at this show. And so we had ample opportunity to get in front of whatever line we wanted. But Andrew wanted to stay and watch Elsa turn the castle into a snow castle. Have you ever seen a castle turn into a snow castle in real life before? Well, I have now. That's right. And you're welcome for making us stay so that you could have that experience. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, that's right. I appreciate that. <laughs> but we also saw there was a parade there, a Christmas parade that Which was really cool. exceeded all of my expectations. Those floats were amazing. It was just awesome. Yeah, they were so crazy. Like, they didn't even look handmade. I don't know how they made them. They were awesome. Disney my, magic. My favorite part were the guys that were skiing. And so they were on rollerblades, mm-hmm. yeah. and they had ski poles. And so it looked like they were skiing the road, but they were just rollerblading with ski poles. Yep, it was cool. It was pretty neat. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and it took us a while to find a place to sit. Yeah. And we got there 30 minutes before, maybe, and the roads were already packed. Yeah, we got lucky because there was a spot, we sat on the stairs, um, where we could sit for a while. It was elevated. Once it started, we got up because then people got in front of us and we stood and watched it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was so neat. That That was a lot of fun. Yeah, and then... 
the rest of the day, we, I don't know, we did Thunder Mountain, we did Pirates, we did the Swiss Family Robertson Treehouse, mm-hmm. and then we had time to spare, so we did the Safari Ride, <laughs> which was... Oh my goodness, the 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 Jingle Cruise. Yeah, they, they yeah. Change, it's usually the Jungle Cruise, and they change it to the Jingle Cruise because it's Christmas time. It was amazing. That lady that was the tour guide, she was so like... So hilarious. And so nobody imagine, was laughing at the jokes. It was so deadpan. It was quiet. Yes. And so Andrew and I were just chuckling the whole time. <laughs> and I think the only reason people that did laugh were laughing is because they were laughing at us yes. for laughing. But think of if any of you guys, so I know like uh, mom and uh, us younger kids have gone on those duck rides before. It was like that, the those tours. Like she was just making a bunch of, what were some, do you remember any of the jokes that uh, she made? Like there was a giant boulder and she was like, Jingle Bell Rock, <laughs> and she would just point to the rock. <laughs> and then, and then we we saw a waterfall, and we come around to the other side, and she's like, "All right, now ready for the seventh wonder of the world, the backside of water." <laughs> like it was. Well, also the my favorite one, I remember it. So there were like these um, wax sculptures of like natives in the woods or whatever, mm-hmm. like they were attacking us or they're after us, and she's like. Oh no, everybody ducks. Someone throw them some figgy pudding. Because they're not going to go until they get some. And she like gets down in the floor of the boat like she's ducking from the people. And I just, I lost it. <laughs> I just thought that was good. And then, what was it? Uh, we get to the very end. And something about you guys, it. You guys have been uh, just an amazing group. Really outstanding. And she said, by outstanding, I mean you need to be out there. Standing. standing. Get off. <laughs> she's like, have a great day. And she's like, well, when you're out there having fun, just think about me doing this over and over and over it was and hilarious. over again. It was so much fun. Yeah, I honestly would have paid to ride that yep. ride. Yep. Theoretically, we did. Mm-hmm. but <laughs> I, mean, I paid to ride the ride. <laughs> Very true. Uh, but yeah, that one, that was funny. But yeah, the kids had, the jokes were totally over their head. The parents... I don't know if they were just writing that because they wanted to sit for a while. I guess. But they were not happy. It was so funny. I loved it. It was great. But uh, so leaving the park was a a bit of an adventure. We wish, if it were possible, we could have used our fast passes for getting on the ferry back to where we parked. I would have used two fast passes to get on that ferry. It was a little bit frustrating. We got there and like a whole boat loaded and we didn't move. And we were like, how did the people in front of us get on that boat? And our line has not moved forward. At but least then, 300 people. Yeah, but then we realized, as which is amazing, just looking at Disney and how they can move crowds, it's so organized and so mind-blowing. Some smart cookies. But they brought in another boat, and like that was the one that our line was getting on. But it was hard to tell. So we get on it, uh, eventually get back to St. Augustine very late. Um, but it was a, it yeah, was it was a good great. day. It was We totally got our money's worth. Yeah. And the next day, we spent time with your family. Uh-huh. Uh, eat Mexican. Yes. Yes. <gasps> what a surprise. Uh, got to know Becca and David. Mm-hmm. You guys are great. Yeah, and Sarah finally understands whenever I tell her that my propensity for interrupting people, that is not a good thing, and I'm still trying to correct, it's because of my family. <laughs> because when we were in the car, I think um, me and David and Sarah driving back uh, from whenever we'd eaten with Uncle Stephen and Aunt Sandy, um, I would not have gotten in a single word if... I had not interrupted David because that's how we communicate in our family. <laughs> she, now, still, that doesn't give me the right to interrupt normal people, <laughs> but for our family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you understood a little bit more after that. The, yeah, the absolutely. 
Yeah, a lot of you makes sense now. Mm-hmm. But So we just kind of hung out with family for a little bit. Nate, another trip to Orlando. I think I made six different trips to Orlando <laughs> the time that I was in. To the airport. Yes, uh, in, in Florida. Yeah, and we got there early, walked inside. <laughs> that security line was long, wasn't it, Andrew? There was nobody there. It was just Sarah. Legitimately, so this is what happened. We get, we get up, security... Um, there's no one in line. Like, that's not a figure of speed. There's, there's Nobody. no one in line. Like, the handicap uh, spot is the spot that the dude waved her on to yeah. and was like, hey, He come. was like, don't even go through the ropes. Just cut through here. I was like, okay. So, I sit there. And I and walk downstairs, and I'm doing the... You're interrupting me. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> if you guys have numbers for premarital counseling, please let me know. Uh, we will Call work me at 865 <laughs> We will work on this uh, my interrupting thing. But I, I was I was still around is what I was trying to do. I went to the bottom because you had to go up the escalator yeah. to be up there. And I was waiting to see you go through security. Yeah, and so I get out my wallet to get my ID. And I'm like, oh, shoot, my ID is not in my wallet. Okay, think back. Where's my ID? And I was thinking, okay, Disney. We didn't take wallets. We pulled our IDs out and put them in the backpack. So I opened my backpack, found our ID shoved in this little pocket with Andrew's ID. Yes. <laughs> that could have come back to Tennessee with me. Yeah. So thank the Lord for airport, airport security. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I was like, hey, Andrew, come back upstairs. <laughs> and so, so she gave me the ID, and then she was off flying to Tennessee, and then the next day flying to Colorado. Yeah, which we totally could have gotten to the airport like three hours later, and I would have been just yeah, fine. Yeah, because but there you was never no way. know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you never know. And then I cheated. I had a whole other week of vacation because teaching is the best job ever. Lucky uh, butt. And so she goes back to uh, Colorado. I'm still in Florida, but I planned it so that my flight back to Salt Lake had a 12-hour layover the next Saturday in Denver. So Sarah drove up, spent the day with me, and we did, I don't know, we walked we around. basically store hopped. Yeah. Uh, we did coffee shops. We did Panera. Yeah. We did lunch. We did some. We went for a walk. Wedding planning and stuff like that. We played on a park. Yeah. Until we realized we were too old to swing on swings anymore. Yes. yes. This is very true. But it was fun. I got sick after like four swings back and forth, but it was still an enjoyable time. Yeah. I really, I thought it was a great time. Yeah. So, yeah, we made the most of the day, mm-hmm. said our goodbyes again, and then now I'm here. Yeah. And about to leave. Ta-da! Just about another hour and we're heading to the airport. But Sad. had to make sure that we shared our wonderful Christmas story with uh, the Hobbs Happenings podcast. And I got a shiny rock. Yes. That was a that was a good part of the story. It I was. Think. I'd say it was a good part. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, this trip back to the springs will be much less eventful than the one earlier this weekend. Yeah. Even I'm though nervous. there is a lot of snow out on the ground right now. Hopefully, I didn't know I had. I was. Yeah. When I saw that snow this morning, all those feelings came back. Yeah. But the good thing is I'm right off the interstate, so that should be the most clear of anything. And then the snow's not supposed to hit until about an hour after you get home in Denver. So hopefully you'll be most of the way there, and then it'll start coming down. Yeah. But, well, I appreciate you taking the time to do this podcast with me, Sarah. Anytime. That's right. I guess taking time away from walks that you like to do or getting beaten basketball it must have been very hard for you to mm-hmm. take time away from those very things. much so <laughs> but we'll have to do it again sometime of course you're stuck with me now i so. i suppose 
And to those of you listening, thanks so much for joining us here on the Hobbs Happenings Podcast, where we use stories to bring our family closer together. I'm your host, Andrew Hobbs, and join us next time for another fantastic story. Until then, toodles. Toodles.